Hi, I'm Janet Harrison, founder of the People's Choice Wine Awards, and this is Open Up and Pour, a podcast about folk who are enthusiastic about wine and who know a good thing when they taste it. Each episode, I'll chat to one or two wine lovers, from industry insiders to regular punters, to find out what it is they love about wine and their favourite tipple. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review. For more information about the People's Choice Wine Awards, go to peopleschoicewineawards.com. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. In this episode, I'm joined by award-winning cartoonist Tony Husband and George Bergier, the head sommelier and wine buyer at the Victorian Chop Houses Group in Manchester. The bottle we're sharing today is a sparkling Pinot Noir from Bird in Hand Winery. And that was the winner of the Best Sparkling Wine Rest of World Award in the 2019 People's Choice Wine Awards. Thanks to the Comedy Store in Manchester for letting us record here. And if you hear some rumbling, it's just the trains going over. So I don't know what you think about... um, It's interesting. Uh, Very fresh, very light. Um, Nice small bubbles, which is quite surprising, you know. And for the new wine, which which obviously just has been released and probably even disgorged not long ago, mind you, there's no disgorgement here. It's no. just made uh, sort of, uh, it's I it's think, a probably. Tank method, yeah. yeah, tank method or, or cuvee clause or whatever. Yes, yeah. 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 See, the problem here for me is I'm in the, in, I'm sat opposite a master. No. Wine. Janet is. Oh, I don't <laughs> Janet think is. Yeah. I don't and think I'm so. like a novice. Mm. I remember going and did um, a wine tasting course. Um, with Manchester Business School, uh-huh. I think it was, and it lasted about fourteen, thing, you know, fourteen nights. Yeah, and I managed to get a silver medal. Very not, good. Not gold, not bronze, yeah. but silver. Wow! So I learned a lot about all the wines. I was with some yeah. friends, Mark Riley. Yes. Went from here with Mark, and and I'm telling Mark and his wife all about all the wines of the world uh-huh. and French wines, and then there's the New World wines, and then there's the German wines, and you know, New English wines, and <laughs> going on for ages about it. And then the waiter came over and said, Can I get you a drink? And I went, I'll, I'll have two house reds, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and Mark Riley goes, What? <laughs> two house reds? And then I realised I'd been bullshitting for mm-hmm. two minutes, yeah, yeah, yeah. an hour about how, what I knew. Instead of saying the name of the wine, so the I, said, yeah, yeah, no. I have a um, Chateau Mouton Rothschild 2009. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I've had that. I've had that too. Mm. Um, but no, so I'm not. I'm a novice, but I love wine. So I'm going to listen to what you and George talk oh, about. No, well, the whole point of this really is interaction, about, isn't it? Well, yeah. yes, yeah. but mm. um, no. Obviously, it's it's People's Choice Wine Awards because it's about yeah. you know it's it's the voice People, of the yeah. consumer. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, and obviously, you draw. Oh, let's draw the right term, are fantastic cartoons for yeah, the winner you. of each category, no, uh, which is so exciting and so different compared to getting a normal, boring glass trophy. Plaque or whatever, yes, or, or yeah. certificate. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah it, was, um, it was good fun, that. And it was a nice crowd of people as well when I went down to... Yes, because you did the I judging did, last year, did didn't you? the judging you? in the second round, I think. And drew some of the other judges. Oh, I did, yeah. <laughs> yeah, some stories from So you well. were like Lowry in Sam's Chop House. Yeah. Because I when was. he used to come to Sam's Chop House, he used to sit at the bar, and you've, you've seen his statue there, yes? In, in, yeah. There's in, a plaque outside, isn't there? Uh, with there's, your a statue, there's a statue inside. Oh, no, this is Lowry. Lowry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I'm saying Tony is like Lowry, you know, yeah. watching people and they're drawing them. Yeah. Because this is what he used to do. Yeah. He used to yeah. sit at the bar. He used to take a napkin and used to draw uh, customers sitting yeah. around. 
Yeah. Yeah. So Tony is exactly the same. Yeah. And did he? What did he do with those? And you know what? Because he wasn't a a good tipper, or he never used to leave a tip. But he used to have a sandwich and a a half a beer. And the girls, the waitresses, used to scrunch it and throw it away. Can you imagine if they at least kept six of those original, 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 and uh, they would be multimillionaires? Gosh, that's amazing. So. Yeah, you are I, like this, Donny, you know? Yeah, I do have a plaque outside. Make sure they don't turn away. I was going to say, that, that, sorry, that's what I was talking about. Uh-huh. You've got a plaque outside got a plaque Albert. Outside yes, with, he has, yeah. yeah. With two other guys who I can't remember the names. Some pl- politicians, I think. <laughs> Is it <laughs> irrelevant? No, I think they were, they were the um, member of the council. Yeah, the top the Manchester council, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so how do you two know each other then? Um... The VD clinic we met. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a joke. <laughs> no, um, no, through meeting George at the um, <laughs> through the through, chop houses, through the chop houses, chop through Roger houses. Ward, yeah. Roger mutual, Ward, yes, well, yeah, mutual friend of ours. Early um, two thousand. Yeah, was it? Yeah, early two thousand. I used to come in with Paul Wolf going. You did. Webster, you did. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I always remember going to one of your tasting nights. Yes, you came to a few dinners, yes, to wine dinners. Yes. Yeah. 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 Lovely and. I remember there's me, Wolfie, we call him, Paul Wolfgang, yeah. Yeah. and a friend of ours who's now in Australia, whose name I forget, and we were sat there, and you'd, you'd, it was wines of French wines, yeah. and um, you were coming out with the dessert wines, uh-huh. and we drank it, and then Wolfie just said, quick, neck it, he's coming round with some more. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, said, neck it. That's the way to do it, you know. <laughs> Because normally they pour you so much, and you know this is just a yeah. sip, and that's it. And you, you want to top up. With somebody said, "Quick, neck it." You, <laughs> you want to top up? Yes, Technical yes, term, yeah. yeah. So, um, but oh. so we, we've got back quite away now. Yes, yeah, we George. do. We do. And, and you, Paul Wolfie, uh, Wolfgang, invite. In, um, I met Roger through Paul. Yes. And then I met you through Roger. Of so course, it's been a nice. Course, yes, yeah. An ongoing relationship. It's mm. like a village Manchester, you know. It's yeah, a small, it is, small, it little, really small yeah, little village. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. nice. We we know each other very well. Yeah. Yes. So you've learnt from the master then. Mm. Absolutely. And, and I'm still learning as well. You you're know. still learning. I'm still what, learning. What I love is when you go to um, Sam's that you can say, George, I'm having this. What do you recommend with that? Yeah. And he will come. I know. And it's that yeah. so reassuring, and I trust him completely. Yes. And, um, you know, we had, um, re- we had a few lovely lunches. We did, we did, people. yes, yeah. And very often when, when yeah. you want to come in the evening when I'm not in, you always ring me, ask I me for a table, don't you? Make sure that they nice. get a table. You get the best seat. Yeah. 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 So, George, I mean, was there like a, don't want to sound pretentious about it, but was there like a sort of wine epiphany for you? Was there a, a day when you thought, oh, gosh, I just love wine, and what was it you were drinking, or did it and not I, really happen like that? i tell you what, Janet, many, many years ago, obviously that's many years ago, I think Tony was just about born, but you weren't even born yet, Janet. <laughs> you know, in nineteen in 1960s, mid-1960s, uh, my mother used to work in a Swedish, a Swedish then, embassy. No, you born. weren't. I'm no. sorry, Tony. No, I was. Well, I made I him was. a bit older, you know. No. <laughs> I'd be about 14. Were you? I was born in 1950. Uh-huh. Ah, so you were, yes, yeah. So my mum used to work in the Swedish embassy, and I used to go to uh, um, hotel and catering management college, and sometimes they needed uh, help in uh, doing functions in the embassies, Western embassies, French, American, Norwegian, etc., because my mum worked work in the Swedish embassy. So I used to go to do the parties, mm. not lunches, because obviously I was in a college, but in the evening dinners. And I came across uh, there some really interesting wines, even in the 60s. I didn't know anything about it. Yeah. But uh, through this uh, sort of service in the evenings for ambassadors and consuls, 
I uh, started being interested in wines. Mm. And I never forget in uh, a French embassy, we were doing dinner and uh, I had a taste of Chateau Aubryon, but I can't remember the vintage. I think it was probably 55. Gosh. So when I came then uh, to England, uh, I've extended my uh, interest in wines and Midland Hotel was very helpful to me because um, they... Um, uh, supported a membership of various wine organizations like the Guild of Sommeliers, for example, and other few other uh, uh, wine organizations. Yeah. And I joined Guild of Sommeliers um, and in 1986 I became a chairman for North of England and then we disbanded in 2011. But meanwhile, obviously, I learned quite a lot. And uh, in uh, 73, they opened a wine bar at the Midland, which was mm. the second wine bar in Manchester because the first one was Salavi, um, uh, which was oh, an yes. old wine bar on Lloyd Street. So we were the second one. Uh, and uh, they asked me, the management asked me to run the wine bar. So I was running the wine bar for nine years. Mm. And then the Midland obviously was closed uh, and, and sold off. So I left and started doing other things. Mm. So the, the, this, how the interest, how far the interest uh, of mine in wine goes back. Mm. I remember in the 60s, mid-60s, um, we were discovering wines where, you know, with my mates, which was probably one called Concord. Um, <laughs> do you remember Concord? Yes. Concord, yes, yeah, and wow. <laughs> You're talking to George about Concord, I think Can that's you imagine? There's, there's Blue Nun. Yes. Yes. And there's one called Bull's Blood. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. That's Hungarian. Hungarian, yeah. But it was bottled in Norwich. Because oh, the the Colmans, the because mm. the Colmans, the the uh, Muster people, they had an agency for Bull's Blood, and they used to bring it in bulk, and used to bottle in Norwich, and obviously sell it sell it in England. Yes, yeah. it still it is it is, and I tell you what, I've actually been to the to the winery where they used to make, uh, they still make Bull's Blood, but they don't call it Bull's Blood anymore. What's they it call it Agri Bikaver, oh. which is in Hungarian Bull's Blood, oh, really? and it's made from single grape variety called Kadarka. Oh, so uh, it is quite popular wine in in Hungary still. Yes, yeah, and they yeah. still sell it because it's like like Matthias Rosa, obviously different presentation, Rose, but yeah. still being yeah. sold uh, widely yeah. around the world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. love the shape of the bottle. And the yes, and the illustration on was very beautiful illustration. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. People used to people used to buy it and make a candle, uh, uh, sorry, lamp out of yeah, it. Yes, yeah. 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 So that's but that's how like far. a walking encyclopedia. No, I'm not. No, you are. <laughs> I mean, you've got so many accolades, and you've been oh called a wine God. legend, drinks industry legend. It was a title given yes. by and five. Yeah. Uh, but you are so Last approachable. Last close the door, please. <laughs> no, no, but you are really approachable, and a lot of people say you're a gentleman. Well, thank uh, you very much. It comes up a, yeah, a lot. They, they don't know him. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know me well <laughs> enough. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. but. Um, all I'm saying is, you know, for a master sommelier, I think you're particularly approachable, and uh, and it's great having you involved in the awards. I mean, basically, you've been serving a lot of people, yes. you know, in Manchester, and you know, it's a big thing about, um, as far as we're concerned, you know, trying to take the stuffiness out of wine, mm. and um, you know, despite all that knowledge and the fact that you know you've been described as a legend and all the rest of it, you know, you you still are, you know, well, very down to approachable. Earth. Yes, yeah, yeah approachable. It, yeah. You don't feel patronised. No, no. Yeah. No, no, no. You feel uh, as though you're talking to a friend. Yeah. I think everybody goes, ask George for wine, you, you suddenly you've, you've yeah. got a friend. I enjoy it as well, yeah, still, you know, at my advanced age. Yeah. 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 So, no, it's, um, it's, it's... And you know what, for me, for me, uh, uh, at Sam's, it, it's, I have a lot of pride mm. in what I sell, 
who I sell oh, to, and obviously, yeah. like you said, rec yeah. recommendation, and, mm. and, and I don't shy away from it. Mm. And I'm only hoping that staff will learn and still learning from me, yeah. which mm. is quite a great help and advantage for, because I only do lunches mm. for, for the evening service. Yeah. So in terms of like sort of, not necessarily new wines, but you know, um, if somebody was going to ask you to recommend a wine, not necessarily for a particular uh, dish or whatever, are there, are there some exciting wines uh, now that you think people should be trying, even if it's just to buy one from? I'm, you just, know, gonna, I'm just going to take notes of this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think uh, um, certain indigenous grape varieties from various countries, like from Spain or Italy, mm. or, even, or even Greece, which is, which is quite yeah. a popular uh, country now, to uh, feature on the wine list. Uh, I came across uh, quite a few years ago um, Assertico oh, from, yes. from uh, Santorini, and some of the producers produced some absolutely outstanding uh, Assertico. I tasted and I drank some from um, Botari and Gaia. It's a, coopera uh, a cooperation between these two famous producers, and I thought I was very, very impressed. Yeah. I mean, for example, uh, just simple uh, wines by the glass uh, we do in all chop houses, uh, not standard sort of Chardonnay. Yes, we do, of course, but uh, the cheapest wine by the glass. I don't call it a house wine. Yeah. I, I don't like calling wines house wines because I've got 11 reds and 11 whites. Oh, right. So actually they're all house wines. Yeah. But obviously there is a cheapest one and the cheapest one of white is uh, Verdejo. And it's obviously uh, very rarely you find that uh, sommeliers or, or restaurant managers or wine waiters are bold enough to put something totally different. And yeah. my, again, cheapest and pouring red wine is a blend of um, Garnacha and Sera from mm. Carinena. So I, I like looking at, at uh, grape varieties that are uh, not so um, common or not so popular. But yes, mm. of course, we, we list uh, Chardonnays, we list Sauvignon Blancs. Um, I think what I think we should be looking at, because I, I, I'm really great great fan of German and Austrian wines. Yeah. I think some of the whites uh, from Germany, obviously they had a problem in England, as we, some of you might remember, some, some don't, uh, when, when they were uh, um, docking, it, uh, docking it with uh, antifreeze. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And obviously then, then obviously the whole market of Germany and Austria died for quite a long time. Mm. But as I think as far people. as... <laughs> yes, yes uh, uh, people as well, yes, you're right. But I think, you know, these are the wines that uh, people should look at. Yeah. Uh, I like Grüner Weltliner from Austria, yes, I think it's a so super, super wide mm. grey variety. Zweigelt uh, for the red and, and Blau Frankish or, mm. or San Laurent and mm. grey varieties like this. I think I think there are really, really good quality wines, not necessarily from from uh, top quality yeah. uh, grey varieties. Yeah. Mm. yeah, I mean, I had a nice, in Cyprus, and had a really nice Greek wine. And the, the smiley, I said, what, do you, what taste do you get? And I said, pine. And he said, well, it's grown on the pine hills. You see? Mm. Yes, yeah, yeah. You yeah. could really yeah. taste it. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. They always, always, that stuck out mm. in my mind as a beautiful wine. Exactly. I can't remember mm. what it was. Mm. I mean, same, same applies to Italy. I mean, Italy, I think, has, a, has a in excess of 600 different grape varieties. Yeah. And every region has their indigenous grape varieties. Yeah. And obviously, they go with local food. 
Yes. And, and let's face it, the, the grapes grown on the same grow on the same soil as, say, for example, grass that the cows feed on. Yeah. So yeah. you know, uh, meat uh, will will go very well with this particular mm-hmm. red wine grown over there in this particular part of France or, or uh, how about Italy wines from like the Middle East, like some Lebanese wines? Lebanese, superb. I, lo- I love. I love. Uh, I'm a very partial to Chateau Musar. I think this. Is, mind you, there are probably in excess of 30 or if not more vineries in in Becca Valley yeah. in Lebanon itself so uh, uh, there are really some really good quality wines coming yeah. from there uh, my when I put on the list Chateau Musar any vintage probably within three or four weeks uh, sold out if I buy mm. 12 bottles Yes, it's so really popular. Yes, very yeah. well known. And what it? price are, are they expensive? Uh, they expensive to buy, yeah. but uh, I'm, I'm a great believer, and we do this uh, in all job houses. Expensive wine we sell at uh, cash margins, not the percentage margins. Mm. So if I buy, say, a bottle of wine for let's say around thirty pounds, mm. we sell it for just fifty or fifty plus VIT or whatever, yeah. and, that, and that's it, you know. Mm. I'd, rather, I'd rather customers drink these wines yeah. than them sitting on the shelf, yeah. mm. not selling them. Exactly. And obviously it's better to have cash in our tills than, than uh, you know, resting in, in the bins, of course, mm. not, not selling any wines. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So what's your favourite wine, Tony? My favourite wine, well... <laughs> As we're on the subject. I had a Chateau Latache 2002, which Ooh. was okay. <laughs> <laughs> How much was that? I believe it was two and a half thousand pounds. <gasps> I wasn't paying for it. Um, yes. I was with friends who could afford to pay for it. Mm. Uh, the Opera Grill in Chester, which is a fabulous uh, restaurant, mm-hmm. and um, like you, mamma mia! Oh, uh, no. and it was <laughs> George is jealous. Um, yes, yeah. We started with the Chateau Mouton Rothschild 209. Okay. And then we went on to this other one. Um, I think the actual the bill for the food was 150 for three. Yes. The actual bill for the night was three thousand nine hundred. <laughs> Brilliant! <laughs> and it was like, wow. You must have some so very influential friends. Oh yeah, I, I do. Can but, say. Um, yeah. I was just really dreading my show. Uh, are we going to split to this? <laughs> yeah. So we split this. And, oh my god! Split it three <laughs> ways. A thousand pounds, but no, it was. It, it, I still remember it. I, I remember the Greek wine and I remember mm-hmm. certain wines, but yeah. But you're a yeah. You're a Sauvignon Blanc. Yeah, I, am real, I used to love red. Rioja's mm-hmm. my favourite, oh, and, wow. and Malbec. And, yeah, but yeah. they got too heavy for me, and you know, your ch- taste change. Mm. So it's white now, and it's it's Sauvignon. And um, if I was buying one, say from the local Asda type place, I'd yeah. go for a, it was the Mud House. Oh yes, which yeah. is quite yeah. is a nice wine, and yeah. it's good price, and they do offers on it. Yeah, and then the Graham Norton. Wine. Yes, oh, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, I never yeah. tasted it. It was interesting. Oh, two, two, Ian Bodham as well uh, yes. uh, has a estate has a, right. yeah. that yeah. he sort of is, is in so, uh, yeah, and, yeah, um, partnership with a winemaker, I think. Yeah. So. Mm. So, so, yes. And what are you up to these days? I know that obviously you've been heavily involved in uh, sort of raising awareness around dementia. Yeah, I the book. did my little book, um, Take Care Son, about my dad's dementia. Yeah. And that's just gone. Well, I did. I was sat in the studio one night, my dad had passed away. I was thinking about my dad and started a conversation with him. I had got a bottle of Rioja with me, which oh, right, there's okay. the link. Segway. And um, I just said, Dad, what was it like to have dementia? Do you remember? And I said it out loud and I heard his voice came and said, I had dementia and asked me to remember. And mm. So whether it was the wine, my imagination, mm. or my dad, or the three, and I started to, as a think visualist, drew three pages of how it started, the middle incidents, and then at the end where he says, 
can you imagine what it's like to lose memory of everything and everyone you've ever loved? Can anything mm. be so cruel? And I said, no, Dad, I don't think it can. And I had these three pages. I go to the Groucho Club in London, mm. showed people there, because it's a media club, and, and they said, you've got to do something with this. And then Stephen Fry's a friend. Mm-hmm. So I sent, I said, rang Stephen, I said, can I send you some, some drawings I've done? And he said, yeah, please do. And he rang me back, he said, Tony, I'm in tears. He said, um, can I tweet it? So I said, yeah. So he said, can your system take up to 15 million hits? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, went, I don't know, Stephen, let's give it a go. <laughs> anyway, he tweeted it, and it did go, obviously, that big. And then um, and it, a publisher emailed me and said, we saw your cartoons on Stephen Fry's Twitter yes. feed. Do you want to do a book? And that's how it started. So, yeah. um, And the latest book I've done, which is out in January, um, December the 5th, is called After the um, Effects of Child of Abuse. Course. And it's about child abuse, really, with anonymous author. Uh-huh. And she, her thing was she couldn't... Um, she blamed a little self for the abuse, not the abuser. Mm. So my thought was she goes back to meet a little self and it's really touching, very emotional. Mm. Mm. I love children, and I was thinking of my granddaughters, you know, as of a course. and how could anyone hurt? Because you lovely yes. photographs of you and yeah. your granddaughter. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, it's very hard to do, but we did it, and I think it's a beautiful book. So, mm. um, but it's like each of your projects, you really throw, obviously, I mean, it's an emo- they're both emotional, um, personal stories, but mm. you really throw yourself into them, and also you end up, I know with the dementia awareness, you've been doing tours. And well, to I do my talk on the book. Um, yeah. You know, I've done talks to, ad, you know, groups of admiral nurses. I've done talks to doctors and, you know, carers and people with dementia uh, all over the country. I've done mm. projects. I've done calendars. Um, I've done the book. The book is going to be made into a film. The people who did The Snowman have Gosh. done a, an animation of it. It's called an animatic, which is a rough version of the final thing, mm. the short film. Chris Eccleston came in and did a voiceover. Gosh. And I was... He did my voice, I did my dad's voice. Mm-hmm. So there's the weird situation of Chris, the script actor, doing and mm. me playing my dad. If the film is made... So you're like a conversation. Yeah. 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 But if, we, if it does get the full funding, mm. um, then they'll drop me and get somebody else, which is, can't believe, but... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and then, but we got Elbow said they'll do the music. Oh, wow. So mm. that's a really nice, the book, Chris, Lupus Animation... Um, it should be really nice. But it's only a little... Um, the, the British film industry have got this new award scheme for short films, so we're going to pitch for that. Mm. And fingers crossed. We'll know in January th- whether we've got it or not. Gosh, that's fantastic. Let's hope it goes through, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. And what's happening at the chop houses? We're busy. It's, it's a period, obviously, of a uh, crazy period. Oh, so oh, yes, uh, yes. a lot of parties, yes, and lunch and dinners, and uh, this one, this coming Friday is is probably the first one because we've got ec- exclusive use. So um, they come every year, and uh, is that a company? Is it a business? Oh, one of the one of the big insurance companies. Yeah. So they taking over the the sums only during lunchtime. So mm. in the evening we open, but it goes on till about twenty fifth, twenty sixth, or even twenty mm. seventh. So mm. we've got quite a lot of booking, mm. a lot of booking. So how many chop houses are there? Three. There are three. Yeah. Tom's, Alberts, and Sam's. That's right. But, but Tom's has got a different name at the moment. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Tell I us think about it, that. it was interesting because uh, Roger decided to uh, rename it Mrs. Sarah's Tom's Chop House. 
because the first owner's wife was called Sarah. Mm. I believe she was, uh, uh, he was taken ill and she ran the chop house uh, on his behalf or for him mm. or for the family. And then after her was the daughter who was also called Sarah. Okay. And Roger decided to change the name on the day when the um, uh, Emily Pankhurst statue was unveiled. Oh, yes. Because obviously it was, it was on uh, International Women's Day, I yeah. think. Uh, so uh, we, we renamed it M- Mrs. Sarah's How Chop House, yeah, Tom's Chop House, yeah, which was quite interesting. And I think um, history is great. Uh, and, mm. and obviously, because this. Two chop houses, Sam's and Alb and Tom's, date back to sort of 1860s, 1870s. Yeah. And I think going back to history, especially to the owners of, of old chop houses, I think it was good recreation mm. of history. Mm. Uh, you obviously love being there. I mean, you've yes, been there a long yeah. time. I mean, being in Manchester, this will be my, uh, in February, will be my 52nd year. <gasps> in Manchester, really? Gosh. Yes, non-stop, 50, 52 years, um, been working. Last year I celebrated my 50 years yes. of non-stop working in Manchester uh, and this uh, February, coming February, will be 52 years. So I know a lot of people. Yeah. I hope people know me too. Yes, this they is do. Why I like, this is why I like <laughs> doing lunches in, in Sam's because there are still a lot of my original customers from, uh, from uh, Midland Hotel. Mm. I used to run St. James's Club, which is a gentleman's club uh, mm. that um, existed in, in Manchester since 1825. I enjoyed the time over there because it gave me a lot of opportunities to um, uh, have an open hand as far as the buying is concerned. So yeah. I had a very, very good wine list. And uh, because we weren't tied up to anybody, to any brewery, anything like this. So I could buy wines from almost any supply that I mm. wanted. So the, the, the 12 years that I had at the club were very, very good to me. Mm. And, and um, again, it was education and uh, I enjoyed it. And obviously meeting a lot of influential members who had uh, um, great knowledge of wines too, yeah, because you had yeah. to be, they were very demanding, like mm. the club members are. But I always actually fulfilled their requirements, so mm. uh, it gave me a lot of pleasure. Oh, fabulous. Do you know that Tony's drawing your... Is he? Oh, no. I don't know. No, I don't know. <laughs> <coughs> so he, he will be like uh, uh, Lowry. Exactly, yeah. Let's hope we it's don't not throw very it good, away. Actually, George. You it's don't want to see it. To it looks honest. quite good to me. Thanks for listening. If you like the podcast, please subscribe in your podcast app and leave us a review. Open Up and Pour is a Dap Dip production. Thanks to the original Rabbit Foot Spasm Band for the theme music. And for more information about the People's Choice Wine Awards, go to peopleschoicewineawards.com. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Instagram.